<laughs> you got it um, Hello, everybody. This is uh, No You Can't Say Hi. I am your host, John Brown. Thank you for listening once again. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at No You Can't Say Hi. And uh, if you could, please subscribe to the show on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Stitcher. It's on every single uh, platform you can get a podcast at. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at John Brown, and uh, we're recording live from Rutgers University <laughs> in New Jersey. And uh, as you can hear, I have my first ever guest, my good friend, Such an honor. my good friend Alexis is here. Hello, it's me, Alexis. I said that like you know me. You don't actually know me. You might, and that's cool. But anyway, name's Alexis. Records. You can follow me on Twitter at Afrotastic underscore Lex. Afrotastic Lex. L-E-X. Do you have any other, any, any other uh, social media sites you want to um, promote? I do also have Tumblr, and that is Hey Look, It's a Revolution. Uh, yeah, those are pretty much the best place to get in touch with me at. So we, we always talk about like a lot of like shit that goes we on, do, we do. right? A lot of like uh, social justicey issues. Me and Sean, whenever we talk, John. me and John. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me let me go back. Let me take that back. Me and John. You know, um, always it's always lit, right? Like we always talking about some. Do you, you know, that's good. John. That's good because it's always something like low key. Like, oh, yeah, maybe you see this nigga that can do white shit, bro. And then literally switch to, like, you know, white people, right? Fucking white people. And some real deep-ass, impactful social justice type shit. Absolutely. Um, so that we've been, uh, we didn't really get to discuss this, but, like, all the, like, uh, bathroom laws now that are popping up in, like, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Mississippi. Um, there was a one in, um... I think Missouri now too, and I just you know wanted your. I mean I know I probably know how you feel, but like just right. more some more so your you know. Well, I think we're kind of seeing a lot of this legislation come out come out wherein um, it's a lot of pandering to fear, right? Like Mississippi just passed the uh, religious freedoms bill, right? Whereby they're allowed to um, use religious religion rather as an excuse for behavior. So the most dangerous implication of that, right, is that if I say, oh, well, I don't want to serve you um, because you're gay, and that's against my religion. So as it's presented, it just seems like, oh, yeah, we're protecting your freedom of religion. But really, as we know, people largely use that to enforce upon the rights of others, right? They're saying, well, my religion doesn't agree with yours because you're a Muslim and you believe some convoluted perception that people have in Islam. Um, so I don't agree with you, so I'm not serving you. You know, you're gay, so I'm not serving you. You're trans, so I'm not serving you. So we're seeing that a lot, kind of, with legislation, which is very, very unfortunate. So specifically, you know, right now we're talking about bathroom bills, and there are a lot of laws on the books that say that um, whichever bathroom you can use is based only upon your gender assigned at birth, right? right. Which is very transphobic, point blank, right? Um, but it's had a lot of problems because you have a lot of people who are trans, who have had um, gender reassignment surgery, or have used HRT, which are hormones that people can use if they um, are trans and they would like to, uh, um, you know, have top surgery, whatever, bob surgery, etc. Uh, and you have all these people. Who have undergone years of HRT, right? They've had top surgery um, and present as female, as is their, you know, to represent um, their gender. And they're you're putting them in situations where they have to go on bathrooms that doesn't reflect their gender, right? right? So if you have a trans male and he has been on HRT, right? He's had top surgery, 
presents mail every day, you know, whatever, and you happen to go to a woman's restroom, that clearly is not making other, that's not making women feel safe. And that's not making him feel safe. And that's not making him feel safe either. And so this perception that trans people are predators, because this is largely the kind of rhetoric Mm -hmm. and the kind of mentality that's going to justify this, is that, oh, well, what if a man wants to dress up like a woman and go into the the restroom? Okay, well, this has huge implications that are extremely detrimental and extremely negative. Mm-hmm. One, trans men, trans women are men in dresses. Right. A trans woman is not a man in a dress, right? A, a trans woman. woman is a woman. Right. right. So the premise that this is just a man in a dress is inherently false and has severe implications for trans women, right? Like trans women get followed home, they get beat, they get assaulted, all kinds of violence, sexual violence, um, because of this perception of them as just men in dresses. Two, the idea that trans women are men in dresses just so they can go and predate or, you know, prey on cis women, no. It doesn't happen. Like, at all. It doesn't happen. And that, that very scenario that they constructed acknowledges that because that's cis men, right? Mm-hmm. I entirely believe that right. a cisgender man might dress up as a woman in order to prey on women. Like, that makes sense. I've heard plenty of stories of women who are in restrooms who are followed in by cis men, right? Who were in the restroom and had a cis man come in and like try to sneak under the stall. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never in my life heard, read, seen a story wherein a uh, cis woman was in the bathroom. And a trans woman came in and he got gotcha and then like pulled off <laughs> yeah, the staff and was like, yeah. now I'm free to rape you. Like that. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, right? Um, there's no like precedent for this at all. It's, it's also like just very interesting to me how suddenly there's all this concern for like women's well being when when it's conveniently about trans women, right? Yeah. Like we can pull up rape statistics right now, right? right? We can pull up stats about. Um, women's autonomy in their bodies, like, uh, being pro-life and how we are able to exact our autonomy through the law. And you can see that the law really doesn't care about us. They really care about owning our bodies. They don't really care about our well-being, right? There are stories about um, men who rape people and get, like, three years in jail, right? There's a particular story whereby a very wealthy man assaulted his daughter who's, like, three years old and he was supposed to get jail time. Right? So this idea that, oh, we're doing it to protect women. Funny how you want to protect women when it comes to the expense of trans women. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's really interesting how I could take a very prominent rape case like Steubenville, wherein two boys mm-hmm. sexually assaulted a girl, um, you know, raped her, rather, uh, and made jokes about it on social media, and the social reception is, oh, wow, I feel sorry for these two boys, poor boys whose lives got ruined. You know, there's a girl who's been raped. Right. So it's very interesting that now we care about women and their safety, right? We got politicians saying that um, only in legitimate rape does the fetus support itself and other things like that. We've got politicians saying that they don't think rape happens at college campuses, even though statistically we know college is the number two most common place where rapes take place. Mm. We've got politicians saying that... Um, penalizing rape is penalizing male sexuality, but now that we're talking about trans women who just want to go to the bathroom, now we're out to protect women. That's that's very <laughs> interesting, for lack of a better word to me. My whole thing is, like, when we were, like, in our homes, we don't have gender-assigned bathrooms. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? When you, when you go out to, like, public places, often there aren't gender, they're, you know, both genders or all genders encompassing bathrooms. I don't understand what this uh, 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 law is preventing. Well, it also, there's that, right? It doesn't actually achieve anything. At all. Um, Except discrimination. Right, right. And so I'll be the first to tell you, the women's line for restrooms are always longer than men's. Right. right? Which is something I lament at every movie theater, baseball game, (laughs) concert, anything you can imagine. As I'm walking to the bathroom and there's like... (laughs) 30 women lined up and just men, whatever, walking there, not yeah, right. Yeah. So I often use, yes, I use the men's restroom. Right? You should. You don't want to wait in line. Right? I don't want the shit. You got to pee. You got to go. This is formation. <laughs> I pay it for these shit. <laughs> right. I don't fucking wait in line. Right. Right. right? Okay? 
I got places to be, I got trains to catch, you know. So I'll go into the men's restroom and I'll use it. And I've never encountered the problem. Uh, I will say I usually use the men's restroom when it's not like stalls or it's just a whatever, but I've never gotten backlash from that, right? Um, when I was really young uh, and I would be out with my dad, um, he would take me into the men's restroom. That way he could have to stand there and mm -hmm. watch me because he figured whatever. And that was never a problem, right? Mm -hmm. You know, my dad goes with me. I've seen moms take their little boys into the women's restroom. Mm -hmm. It's not a problem. I mean, I've seen little boys look up women's skirts, so how come the perception is, no, he can't be in here, right? Mm -hmm. So only when trans women, trans men, mm -hmm. just want to live. And that's, at the, at the core of what we're talking about, that's where it is, right? We can pretend that this is about religious freedom or religious freedom, right? Mm -hmm. But it's really about wanting to go to the bathroom. That's, right. that's really what it is. Just wanting to use a restroom to relieve a very basic human need um, and all this big to do about bathrooms, mm -hmm. right? And the, these laws, like, I was, like, looking at them a little bit, and I, I got them up right here. It's like a lot of them start off as just a bathroom mm -hmm. discrimination, and they just, like, branch off into other areas right. of discrimination. Like, uh, the North Carolina one, you can't, um, they can refuse to, like, um, uh, 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 business owners can refuse to like bake you a cake if right. you're uh, right. gay, or they can refuse to, you know, basic like rights and things right. like that. That uh, they sneak into these laws yeah. under the guise of, you know, religious freedom, right. under the guise of traditional right. beliefs and shit like that. And it's like, how's this, you know what I'm saying? How's this tradition? How's this like freedom when everyone's not getting the same right. freedoms, when everyone's not getting the same protections? I'm all for religious freedom, right? I right. have my own faith, which right. is personal to me, and, you know, that's very important to me, but my own religion doesn't infringe upon anybody else's right to exist Absolutely. in society. Mm -hmm. right? It's one thing if I personally say, oh, um, I'm Muslim, or I'm Christian, or I'm Jewish, right? And it's one thing if I say I believe that the Sabbath should be kept holy and I observe the Sabbath on Saturdays. And that's me. It's another thing entirely for me to say, oh, no, I'm not going to interact with you because you're an abomination and you're wrong. Right. Right. So if I think we misunderstand what religious freedom what, is. Right, what religious freedom is. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but what your role is in society. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you own a cake shop or a pizza place, then... Yes, you make pizza, but fundamentally you take on a role whereby you're going to serve the community. Right. Right. And so now that you're saying, oh, no, 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 I'm going to choose, you know, and you see this a lot. And it's very interesting because almost any time anybody kind of rallies behind this, it's my choice to serve who I want to. Mm -hmm. It's always big. It always um, perfect is. example, we're right over the bridge from Philly. And um, at Pat's or Gino's, whatever state place, the guy has like a framed, often takes pictures with it, um, of a sticker in his front window that says, I reserve the right to refuse service to anybody. Above that sticker is one that says, This is America, we speak English. Oh, so. Now it's, it's funny that his wow. name is Gino, and I guarantee you that the pictures of his grandparents are on Ellis Island, right? right. So there's like very huge disconnect between what he thinks immigrants as, which without much speculation, I can probably guarantee it's like Hispanic, Latinx immigrants, right, that he hates. Right. Um, but he doesn't mind the fact that he's an Italian or wherever, wherever he's from. Right. right. So you see this kind of disconnect. People will tell you that you being gay somehow infringes upon them being Christian, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. But... And that's wrong, mm -hmm. but them not serving you, they're not interacting with you, they're not making you a cake for your wedding because you're gay, mm -hmm. like, that's perfectly fine. That's that's a lot. That's just religious freedom. That's just religious mm -hmm. liberty, right? And also this law, it's like um, it it uh, I have it right here. It um, if you're fired because of your race, fired because of your gender, fired because of your religion. They can uh, strip you the ability to sue under this anti-immigration right. law. So you can you know this is like. Jim Crow sort yeah, of shit. Right. Like in 2016. Right. No, just this very disgusting. And we can pretend, like I said, that this is about religious freedoms all we want. It's but not. it's really about discrimination. It is. And being bigoted and targeting marginalized populations, right? It's because like, things make them uncomfortable. Right. Well, when you talk about uh, fragility, 
which is what I'm right, 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 um, and that kind of fear, right? So seeing things like My Name Is Jazz, which is a show about um, a young trans girl and her family. What's it called? My Name Is Jazz. Okay. Um, the show, uh, or seeing shows like about Caitlyn Jenner, you know, people feel scared. And they might laugh and make some sort of disparaging remark right. or joke, mm-hmm. um, but there's there's very really real fear underneath that. People right? fear what they don't understand. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and they attack what they don't yeah. understand. And that's what we're seeing right now is like this um this fear and this attack, right? And it's it's not only important because bathrooms are very very important, and I don't mean to insinuate that they're not. But nothing exists in a vacuum, right? Mm. So you're creating these things, like these bathroom laws, which are inherently based in the mentality that I shared before, that trans people are just masquerading around women in suits, Mm -hmm. men in dresses, Mm -hmm. right? That's the perception. They're not who they say they are. They're not who they say they are. They're imposters. They're doing this for funsies. Right. There's an ulterior motive. There's an ulterior motive, Mm -hmm. right? Um, they're not just trying to live right. like they're not human beings. Live, and they're not human beings. That's, that's yeah, right. yeah, they're not. Exactly. Right? There's something wrong. They're mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. Right? And that inherently poses them as other. Mm-hmm. And that same mentality is why we see such ridiculously high suicide suicide rates yeah. for trans people. Why we see ridiculously high assault rates. Homicide. Isn't there like uh, oh, uh, yes. uh, sexual uh, violence? I think the average lifespan yeah. for a trans like thirty something. Yeah, right? thirty five. Yeah. Right. So it's crazy. These mentalities contribute to that. If I have a law on the books that says that a trans woman is um, just a male predator trying to assault um, women in bathrooms, cis women, you know, like regular women, I'm using air quotes, right? Right. If we're thinking of trans women as just like opportunistic men, and that's a law on the books, mm-hmm. how can I trust that when a trans woman gets assaulted, that the law is going to protect her? It's not. You can't. Well, you <laughs> yeah, can't. You it's can't. not. Right? There was a, a case back in D.C. about two or three years ago where a trans woman got stabbed 40 times. Oh, Did I hear about the news? Nope. Did I hear about it anywhere? Nope. The only reason I heard about it was because I do work with an organization right. that um, opposes hate crimes and has set up a task force to report and try to work at um, combating hate crimes against LGBTQ plus individuals, mm. right? So how can I trust that these laws are going to protect these people, protect these women, because trans women are women, when you've got another one on the books insinuating that trans women are just men in dresses, right. saying that trans women are predators? Right. How How is that? It's not going to work. If I'm calling the cops on a trans man because he's in the men's restroom, and then someone punches that trans man in the face, the same cop's not going to protect him. At all. At all. At all. Right? So. And these you know, these laws give license to that discrimination. They give license to that discrimination. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's, 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 it's crazy. And I don't think they're stopping. Like, um, there's like 200 different uh, uh, variations of like these yes. sort of religious freedom laws and like all across the country. And this, yeah. is, this is not going to stop. No. Like, a, a couple of like progressive, like, uh, quote-unquote progressive uh, politicians have been trying to, you know, thwart these efforts. And a lot of businesses, like in Georgia, for instance, the NFL put a lot of pressure on the, the governor there, so he vetoed a law like this. But, like, if you don't, if they don't have, like, an economic sort of, like, I, hindrance to these things, they're, they're going to pass. I think Disney pushed back in one state on right. this law. Right. Um, because they're planning on filming... Uh, Marvel, some movie. Okay. There, right. They're saying, hey, we're not going to give you this business right. if you're enforcing such discriminatory laws. Right. But they're counting on the fact that these people are disenfranchised, right? They're counting mm-hmm. on the fact that, by and large, trans people are too busy dealing with staggering of homelessness, mm-hmm. suicide, mm-hmm. sexual assault, murder to be able to speak to mm-hmm. these issues, which is true, right? We see this with all sorts of oppressed and marginalized mm-hmm. groups, right? It's easy to disenfranchise black people mm-hmm. because sure we're hyper visible, but that doesn't mean that we necessarily collectively have the clout with which to We go through our own problems. Right, effectively do anything, yeah. right? Like we're dealing with classism, racism, yeah. all kinds of things. So And we still deal with the problems that like white people deal with, like economic hardships. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, Familial issues, shit like that. Right. So they're counting on that fact that, mm-hmm. you know, where is 
where's a trans mayor or a trans mm. politician mm. or a trans house speaker? They're not there. So who's going to be able to speak on their How behalf? many visible trans people right, can, right, can you name? Right, can you name besides right. Caitlyn Jenner? Right, there's like maybe, I think I can name like one hand, honestly. And, but, and even if even if you can name more than that, even if you can name 40 trans women, right. what are they known for? I would right. name Cece McDonald, right. who's an amazing trans activist, mm-hmm. but she's known for activism. And I'm mm-hmm. not discrediting activism, I would never because I am an activist. Right, but she's not known because she's a politician. Right, right. So you can name maybe some actors, some models, Chaz mm-hmm. um, Bono, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Janet Mock. Right, et cetera, right, et cetera, right. Et and yeah. even Janet Mock, for example, Janet Mock is one of the only people who's really um, known for um, her voice, her, yeah, uh, for her activism. Apart from like modeling, even Laverne Cox, who's amazing and outspoken and speaks consistently to these issues, is still known for being on orders being black. There's no like trans politicians. Right. There's no exactly. like trans congressmen and men or women that right. can like you know push these issues to the forefront. And that are no right. Right. That's great. Um, to my knowledge, I don't know any trans politicians, but I'm sure they're yeah, yeah, out yeah. there, right? Yeah. But yeah. these are very local right. activist mm-hmm. grassroots politicians. Because this is still right. extremely unpopular. Right. These are the country. Kasich, right. Cruz. Oh my God. <laughs> no, oh my God. Right, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying, they don't have that kind of club. Mm-hmm. They're not those. Mm-hmm. Those established, you know. Um, and that's the problem with it is that they don't have. Or like I said, none they don't have, but they're very disenfranchised to the point that who is able to speak for them, and we want people to speak for them. We want trans people to be speak, for speak for themselves. Exactly. We want them to have exactly. representation. Right. Right. We don't just want people to come in mm-hmm. like when you have the Danish girl, the recent movie with Eddie Redmayne, who's playing a trans woman. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the, that's the white weird, guy, right? There's like yeah. actually trans women who are actors who could play mm-hmm. those roles. Mm-hmm. Huh. So you know this cis washing. We don't need that, right? Mm-hmm. Allyship is a complex issue anyway. Um, Right. And this shit, it makes a lot of people uncomfortable, but this is like, we have to talk about like trans, you know what I'm saying? Right. Civil rights. Like, right. even it, it doesn't matter how comfortable or uncomfortable it makes you when like it's a real issue for a, right. a large amount of people. people. Right. right. And they're having these human rights violations to such staggering extent. Right. Like, when you think about the average life expectancy being like, what, 74, 72, and mm-hmm. then you're saying, for trans people is 35. That's, that's half. That's, <laughs> that's, like, that's yeah, insane. Yeah. We're not talking about like, oh, 68 or yeah, 72. Yeah, yeah. Like a smoker's lifespan is longer than a trans person's. Right. Right. Like wow. that's, so that's the kind of reality that we're dealing with. A lot of times, um, a lot of uh, these laws are helped by the fact that a lot of um, cis women don't speak up. And mm-hmm. that's like sort of like sort of what I wanted to, you know, transition into next talking about like feminism and like intersectional feminism and how like a lot of quote unquote white feminists don't <laughs> don't necessarily understand the nuances of class and race and sometimes even gender and sex. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So white feminism is a term. Yeah, what is white feminism? Right. So white feminism is a term that refers to by and large mainstream feminism. So this kind of feminism, I'm sure you've heard before, is the Taylor Swift, Lena Dunham, Hillary Clinton, Tina Fey kind of feminism. Very happy to talk about 78 cents on the dollar, women are 78 cents for every dollar man makes. Very happy to talk about um, no cat calling, no street harassment. Very eager to discuss rape culture, and that's great. What they won't tell you, as they're explaining 78 cents of a dollar, is that that's white women to white men. Right. Black men don't make the dollar. Black women don't make 78 cents. Right. Black women make about 54 cents, I think, right. to every dollar a white man makes. Hispanic women make about 43 cents, I think, to mm-hmm. every dollar a white man makes. Mm-hmm. When I look at what black men are making, what Hispanic men are making, those stats are very, very different. Um, and the most difficult issue is that when you bring this up, when you try to get them to be cognizant, there's just no response. Often the pushback is like, oh, we're well, talking about race divides us. 
But I've got very specific issues of black women, black women rather, that white men don't, white women don't have. That they don't face, that they don't right, know they about. Don't face, yeah. Right. And so another perfect example. There was a post that said, you know, only do women have to worry about what they're wearing, what they were wearing at the time of an assault. And I was like, or black men? Yeah. Pretty sure Trayvon Martin right. were here today right. to tell you that what he was wearing at the time he was murdered by um, uh, George Zimmerman. Right. That what he wore affected him pretty prominently. You know, when I can watch a news clip of Geraldo Salcedo Rivera tell me that we have to make our kids not wear hoodies, when I can go downstairs to 7-Eleven and see a sign that says I can't wear a hoodie in a store. Mm-hmm. Can pretty much see how it's not just women who have to deal with, right? But there's no cognizance of black men and black women, right? right? Um, and also the social response, they'll be very happy to call it a feminist issue um, when Hillary Clinton is running for office. And wins, because she probably will. Yes. Mm-hmm. But when, you know, I'm watching a cop by a Senate talking about black women. Right. Right, right, where yeah. Where, where is the outrage right. from? Where's the outrage yeah. for the girl in the, right. in the pool in McKinney, Texas? Yeah. Or the other girl in the pool a week after that? Or the girls in or, school? Or that, Tia Boyd yeah. or Ayanna Jones? Like, mm-hmm. where's all that? Mm-hmm. Right? As a cop is driving around a little girl like a rag doll, a grown man, mm-hmm. how come that's not a feminist issue? Right? How come Taylor Swift can be consistently lauded for being a feminist, but have a music video set in Africa with no black people in it? How come Taylor Swift can't tell me why immigration is a feminist issue, right? How come Lena Dunham can be called a feminist and have a show called Girls with absolutely no intersectionality? That's about four white girls in Brooklyn, mm. right? Mm. A platform, or wherever the fuck they're from in New York, um, a perfect platform. New York sets an amazing backdrop for discussions like class, gentrification, right? yeah. Yeah. And human trafficking, exploitation, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four white girls and their problems. Right. It's like boho sex in the city, right? <laughs> but these women are called feminists. Yeah. And, and then, go ahead. No, no. Right. And so Beyonce, and you see this too, is that. Oh, they question her all the time. Right. How does Beyonce really get feminist, yeah. right? Um, because she shakes her body. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like when someone white wears Miley Cyrus, perfect example. Um, whereas next to nothing on the stage, that's female empowerment, right? That's just your female mm-hmm. bodies. Mm-hmm. But when Rihanna represents her culture mm-hmm. and is grinding with um, Drake in the work music video, that's trashy and that's tacky and that's vulgar. Right. right? And she's selling sex. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. She shouldn't be doing that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when Rihanna makes the song Charlamagne Down, which talks about killing uh, someone who sexually assaulted her. Mm-hmm. That's the premise of it. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. But when Taylor Swift is singing about like she wears short skirts, I wear short skirts. <laughs> yeah. That's not, and that's not inherently divisive. Yeah. Right. That's not it. And there's nothing wrong with what Taylor Swift does. It's just like if you're gonna law I mean, Taylor yeah, Swift for this. Like okay, you're right. You're right. right. I don't like her either. That's but, that's inherently creating a divide, right? right. Um, Haley Williams from Paramore does the same thing, mm-hmm. right? There's a million other girls who do it just like you and her song um, Misery Business. Or she's putting women against each other. But nobody has anything to say about that. Right. But Beyonce, Rihanna, all those people, like, oh, are they really feminists? It's interesting how the goalposts move when, like, the women aren't white. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And we're critiquing yeah. what they're doing. For, the, like, the same sort of, like, behaviors get, right. like, put under a, a microscope even, like, even right. more. Even more. Exactly. So, um, just these really disgusting things that we see, um... This disconnect, you know, if you can't explain to me why immigration is a feminist issue, we have a problem. Right. If you can't talk about disabled women, mm-hmm. disabled black women, mm-hmm. disabled last next trans women, mm-hmm. if you can't tell me about how Asian women are fetishized, right. if you can't tell me about um, how black males are hypersexualized, right. then the words you're from is really doing, starts talking about. You're racing everybody else. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's 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 um white supremacy for mm-hmm. for women. Right. That's all it is. Right. No, they, that's, yeah. that's amazing. Right? They don't they don't want like equality. They just want the I'm privileges. Sure they just they want, want the privileges. They want the privileges that white men get. That's right. It. That's exactly. it. They don't want equality. They just want the privileges they don't that care white about men the get. Specific issues that 
Yeah. yeah. Often a lot of black dudes want the same shit too. Which so is which sucks to you know, you know. yeah, I've said it before and I'll say it again, it's amazing to start fast black men turn into white women when you try to get sexuality. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, no, I get a lot of pushback from white women in my feminism and I get a lot of pushback from black men in my activism. Right. That make it very difficult mm-hmm. for me to have discussions. Mm-hmm. So I have um, just a very specific niche of black womanism and black women did create black womanism as a direct response to that sort of white feminism that we got. And we've seen it every single wave of the feminist movement. Mm-hmm. So the first wave of feminism was largely tackled suffrage and they're telling Sir George Ruth to go to the back of the march, right? Oh, they're wow. making signs that say, who would you rather have the right to vote? Your wife or a nigger, you know, your wow. wife or an immigrant, right? So uh, white people are very content, white women are very content to band together mm-hmm. as white mm-hmm. and pose you as other when it benefits them. Mm-hmm. But then ask you to, you know, dust off your boots and get in the market. It's all of us now. Right now yeah. it's all of us. Yeah. Now we're all women. We're right? all oppressed. Now we're, we're all, all oppressed, right? But when the white man holds it over for them, oh buy nigger. Right. So <laughs> right, yeah. They they're very quick to do that. Mm-hmm. Um so we see that all the time with white women, mm-hmm. right? Um, we see this a lot with black men too, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're very, they'll very rarely tell you, um, Eric Garner, um, Michael Brown, mm-hmm. Nadia, Walter Scott, Walter all Scott, these guys, right? Yeah. But they can't name trans women like Penny right. Proud or right. Jay Clark. They can't name Rakia Boyd. Can't name Mary Jones. There was there was a, a Rakia Boyd march, I think it was mm-hmm. for her, and there were like fifteen people there, right. and it was all right. black women, right. and it was like. I did the NYC Day of Anger, which is the protest I went to, right. which had thousands of people. Right. You know, I saw maybe three signs that were talking about black women as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very, very difficult and it's very, very frustrating. It's, it's crazy how a lot of progressive circles aren't really progressive. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, right. So, or even a lot of progressive circles represent the most privileged group within that. Yeah. You know, um, so it's hard to have a discussion in feminism and get people to be mindful of accessibility, mm-hmm. about um, ableism, mm-hmm. about transphobia, mm-hmm. about racism, misogynoir is a term, I'm sorry, I forget who coined it at this moment, created for this, to specifically address the kind of misogyny that black women face, mm-hmm. right? So we look at words like um, ratchet, which have taken on severely racial connotations, right? I'm, yeah, a lot of these words that like black people have used forever and now white people start to get like the window of I, I feel a sort of way when I hear white people say them or use them. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this shit, I'm, I'm like. And, right, so black I give a side eye. Will be called ghetto. Oh, right, ghetto is a big one. But yeah, I can turn on a TV commercial um, and see white people capitalizing off of. I talk. I talked about this a lot. I didn't talk about. it. I'm probably going to one of these days. But I talk about this a lot. Like, um, remember the damn Daniel guys? Right. Yeah. They they got free vans. Right, on they got to go on Ellen. Ellen does a lot of that, they, right? I love Ellen. I'm sorry. I no, do. I mean, and I, I do like Ellen. I used to like her more, but she right. does that all the time, right? right? Oh, you're white and you sneeze. I guess I better give you fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know. But like the 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 girl that uh, created on fleek, I'm forgetting her name right now. Mm-hmm. She didn't see any of the money. And if you type in on fleek on like Google Images, or if you type in on fleek on the internet, there's like merchandise being sold. Right. There's like faces of white people. She's money. not getting shit any money. at all. Any money. And, and that happens so much. White people who yeah. will say ass on fleek, mm-hmm. bitch, as mm-hmm. fuck, will call her ghetto, mm-hmm. right? And ration. They, we, that happens so much in the yeah. black community. Like right. our, our our opportunities for wealth so are I taking can, from yeah. us. Yeah. For another example, I can go back to Juvenile's Back That Ass Up video, mm-hmm. which came out in like, what 2001, and see women shaking their butts in a manner that looks a lot like twerking, but yet the dictionary credits Smiley Cyrus right. in like what 2011. Well, that's just ridiculous. Huh. Yeah. Weird how that works. Yeah. That's well, odd. Yeah, I mean, I've got a music video that predates Miley Cyrus by like 12 years. Yeah. But, um, my bad. I guess no, I just, you I, know. The thing is, black people have known about so many things forever. Yeah, right. and, and, and once a white person talks about it, or once white people become cognizant of it, then it's new. Then it's the hot new Columbus thing. thing right? It's co- yeah, oh, yeah. Columbus thing. 
Box break. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, bye, Felicia. Right, right. Bye, Felicia just got big like, right. like two years ago. Oh my gosh. Nigga, I never came out. Or even, like, I can turn on Poetic Justice right. and see Dana Jackson have box mm-hmm. braids. And Ben had box mm-hmm. braids. I had box braids in 2011. Mm-hmm. But Kim Kardashian, oh, they're new, they're trendy. New trendy. Latin, uh, Tim's, like, Tim's, this right, is, you know right, what Tim's right. are now? Because white people are in yeah, like, yeah, like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, You know, uh, what's another example? Um, men are starting to embrace their hair, and it's amazing. Who? Like, there was a post, an article that said, like, oh, you know, men are wearing braids, and their results are amazing. Black men have been wearing braids since I don't I get know. it. What? Yeah, the article is just saying, like, this is a, like it's a new thing. It's a new thing for men to wear braids in their hair. And it was like. Just, and Hispanic men really? and black men walking around like. Really? What? <laughs> what? Braid my hair by Mario came out. What? You gotta show me that. And not wow. in centuries. We're talking centuries. What? Right? You can call. Mark Jacobs can put people on a runway mm-hmm. and call them twisted mini buns. But I can wear Bantu knots referring to the Bantu tribe. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and a lot of these issues, a lot of these things, right? It's the new hot thing for white people, but like when black women do it or black girls do it in mm-hmm. school, they get kicked out of school. They get suspended. Well, they, get the yeah, they get kicked, kicked out, out of school. the military. They don't get jobs. When black, when black guys have braids in their hairs or wear, they wear hoodies or Tims, right. they're profiled, they're discriminated against, they're killed. I school with Dr. France. Yeah. Right? He used to have uh, dreads. He was very proud of them. They were very long. And he talked about how he had to cut them wow. in order to get a job. Wow. But white people do it, and it's trendy. It's cool. one of my it's best friends. Suits. One of my best friends had a huge afro, and he had to cut it to get a job. Yep. Like it's yep. it's crazy how like assimilate. yeah. And that's why when they I, don't. We talk about cultural appropriation, and you get all this pushback because rather than be mindful of how they play into a system of white supremacy, white people have to get angry and uh, push back. Yeah. So you'll hear this all the time. So sensitive. White fragility. Yeah. Right. Of, um, well, you say that I'm appropriating the culture by wearing dreads or X, Y, or Z, but how come Beyonce can have blonde hair? Oh my god. Body? Okay, well, let's break that yeah. down. So, having blonde hair is not specific to white people. At all. Neither is having straight hair. No. Two, and probably the, three, rather, and probably the most important, is that you cannot appropriate the dominant culture. Mm-hmm. You can only assimilate to mm-hmm. it, right? So, if all my life, which is true, from childhood, Really, from before I could even understand the images I was perceiving, I've seen white women praised, set beauty standards, um, and I can't appropriate that. White culture, whiteness has been shoved down my throat from the time I was mm-hmm. able to even process media, mm-hmm. process imagery. Mm-hmm. So when I align myself with Eurocentrism, that's an act of survival. Yeah. That's not... That's not Mm-hmm. That's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not ornamental. Me straightening my hair is for success so I can get a job. Right. Me uh, relaxing my hair so I can get a job. It's because it's it's been what it's what's been told that's attractive. It's right. been what's been told that's acceptable to, to, to me, wear and to look like. Me responding to my teacher's questions in class by saying, Yes, well I do think the autonomic response is me responding like that and like nah nigga fucking moonlight. Like, right. That's because uh, I'm not gonna it's do it. Right, that's assimilation. Yeah. Right? Even though black people don't understand completely what I mean when I say, nah, they may really want this nigga they're like fuck this nigga. This is making me angry. Niggas understand that implicitly. Yeah. There was no question of what I just said, right? Yeah. But if I took it in the classroom, that's a problem. Right. Right? So I've had to assimilate in all facets of my mm-hmm. being, my speech, mm-hmm. my manner of dress, mm-hmm. my hair, the way mm-hmm. I carry myself, the way mm-hmm. I present myself to whiteness forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the idea that I can just appropriate that is not real because appropriation is inherently for fun. Mm-hmm. It's ornamental. It's treating cultures as ornamental. Hey, you want to dress up and bend this this Oh, this is cool. Yeah. I'm going to do an Arabian Nights inspired makeup. Yeah. This is so I'm cool. Brown people... Um, are the ones being called like uh, terrorists? A, right, right, yeah. right. Chased home. Uh-huh. There's a movie called uh, Towelhead, um, where it talks about a young girl and how she's. It's a very uh, difficult movie, okay. wherein um, Islamophobia is just one of the parts, right? Uh, but she's getting called Towelhead by people at school, okay. right? In out of the Twilight Zone, in the Twilight Zone movie, uh, there's one sketch about a very bigoted man. And he makes a joke to his friends, um, 
and he says, why did this Jew get my job? The Jews own everything. Mm-hmm. And his friends, rather than calling him out, try to dabble the situation by mm-hmm. making jokes. And his mm-hmm. friend says, uh, the Jews don't own everything, the Arabs own them. And the bigot responds with, what's that? And they interrupt up in the sheet. Oh, wow. Right? So, um, uh, People are really dealing heavily with the sand in your towel head, yeah. like terrorists, yeah. you know, dot head. Yeah. They're dealing with these things. But you can dress um, up on but it. But you can dress up, right? On a random like, weekend. It's, it's on a random cute weekend, it's all cute, yeah. right? Um, and I, or like, you know, for me, so Paul Mooney very expertly says. I love Paul Mooney. I love Paul Mooney, yeah. right? And in the very famous quote that he's known for, says, you know, everyone be a nigga. Everyone want to be a nigga. Be a nigga. Right? Yeah. So you want to be a nigga when I'm saying nigga. You want to be a nigga when I yeah. turn my young thug. You want to yeah. be a nigga when I'm playing summer 16. Yeah. You want to be a nigga like when it's yeah. fun. But you don't want to be a nigga when boop, boop, cops. Right. Right? Right. You want to be a nigga when it's two shots in your right. back. When we, don't, when we don't get loans from right. banks. Right, when we don't get loans, when we don't yeah. get jobs. When we don't get into schools. Right? Yeah. When your teacher's calling you ghetto. Yeah. When your teacher's like, well, I'll call mm-hmm. you number two because I can't pronounce your name. Yeah. Mind you, white people can pronounce Dusty, F.C., and Tchaikovsky, yeah. and Zach Alphanakis. Yeah, that's what but I But saying mean. Tanaya is just somehow too difficult. Right, and it's ghetto. Right? I can be in my class... Um, about the romantics and the classics and hear a white person perfectly say Agamemnon right? <laughs> you know, Oedipus yeah. right yeah. Uh, but I can't but you can't say tonight Oedipus is ghetto Oedipus is ghetto hell yeah let's call it call Oedipus' whole story is ghetto oh, it's white trash right right, like, right. you know so uh, certainly Venice was too hard I just yeah. can't you know, what is Mariah Carey? So I suddenly, I don't know, suddenly I can't. Yeah, I got um, um, a couple people on Twitter talk about this a lot where, like, they have, like, a name and mm-hmm. peop- and uh, white people give them, like, a nickname at work. And, like, no, you're not going to give me a nickname. You're going right. to call me by my given name. Right. Because if you you can learn everybody else's uh, right. given name, you can learn my given name. I got a friend name. named Polamusu. Polamusu. Right. Right. F-U-L-L-A-M-U-S-U. Polamusu. Very simple, straight, very straightforward. Yep. I had a friend I already mentioned in this video. Her name's Tanaya. T N Y H. Tanaya. Right? I got a cousin named Ancoma, which, yes, his name is Ancoma. Anyway, A N C O M A. Yeah. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Right? However you feel about those names, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Right? You're not going to call Ancoma Annie. Like, no. Right, yeah. right, no. You're going to call right. me by my name. Call Annie. Yeah. Call no. me. No. Yeah, no. And, Doesn't work like that. And I, even me, I've had white people call me Alex is. No. <laughs> You're not gonna I look at them like, no. Right. Incorrect. Right. Try again. Say my name. Right. Right. Say my name. Stop right? like, Straight up. Say my name. It's really not that difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, um, white people got stupid names too, right? Yeah. Everybody has stupid names. What is <laughs> Nabokov? This nigga's name is Humbert Humbert. Yeah. Humbert, and that's Humbert. a good name? No. Humbert Humbert. Humbert Humbert. Humbert, Humbert. Humbert as, a, as a name in general it's is trash. Right? <laughs> Humbert. Neil Dexter. Oh. Egbert. Yeah. Humberdink. Egbert. You know, there's a, there's a, a, a white musician named Engelbert Humberdink. Really? That's a name. Really? Right, oh, right. Man. But you haven't you mad that my name is Quadasia? Quadasia's fire. Right, right, that's right. It, that's it. You mad because you ain't talking about this shit, right? That shit, it sounds rhythmic. That shit just sounds like... Gross, yeah, right? Like, like mayonnaise or something. Which is fitting. Yeah. Right, which is fitting, right? So, you know. It's, yeah, it's it's crazy. Did you see, um... Uh, Bomani Jones's uh, t-shirt. He had the um the Caucasians, the Caucasians yeah, t-shirt. Right. Yeah. And all these white people are like yeah. super butthurt about it. Which is the exact reaction he wanted. Like. Right. Yeah. yeah. Duh. This of course you're butthurt by it because it, it seems offensive. That's, That's the point. point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But you got a lot of people who have a lot to say when they feel wronged by you, mm-hmm. but won't be aware or introspective of their own actions. Right. Mm-hmm. So for years when Native Americans were like, hey, like, we really don't like these terms. Right. Can you not call us Redskins? Can you not right, call right. us mascots? 
Can you also give us stories? Can you stop taking their lives? Oh, you're being sensitive. Like, you're being right. politically correct. Shit right. like that. Our suicide rates are ridiculously high. Our mm-hmm. sexual assault are ridiculously high. Mm-hmm. How about you, like, leave us the fuck alone? Right. Right? After everything you've done to us, right? And have the nerve to use Indian gay rights and insult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, and their response is like, no, it's because we like you. Yeah. We don't get it. Mm-hmm. We're celebrating you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not celebrating. They're like, uh, there are some like the the Florida State football team. They have like an agreement with the the, uh-huh. the uh, Native Americans down there, where it's like they are celebrating them. Right. But the Cleveland Indians don't. But, but the Washington Redskins that, don't. You see how that has their input? Yeah, it has their it exactly. Says, it has their hey, yeah. Right. Their approval. Yeah. Right. Like if I go to you, Sean, and I'm like, hey. Uh, I want to make a mascot for my clothing line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to call it Carefree Black Boy. Right. And you're like, okay, I like that. But if I'm like, oh, I'm making a team name for my softball team, I'm going to call it the Darkies. And you have nothing. You, I don't care what you say. You right. have no input. Right. This is how it's going to be. And if you're mad, you're, well, right. tough. And I'm going to put a picture of your kid on the logo. I'm going to say nigga naps. Yeah. Then that's a message. That's a message. Yeah, exactly. So. It's, it, it, people just be are just willfully obtuse. How do you feel about so you're? I'm not in college anymore. I miss it like shit, but oh, yeah, I'm not yeah. here anymore. How do you feel? How does uh, uh, the quote unquote po- uh, political correctness of like today? Is it like is it rampant? Are people too politically correct, or is it is it a much do, much ado about nothing? I mean, I like political correctness, right? Um, I think a lot of people who antagonize political correctness, like uh, Jerry Seinfeld, or the fuck it was went to his college tour and he's like, oh, I don't want to perform at college anymore because students are too political. I think Bill, Bill Maher, Bill Maher says shit like that. And, and he Maher. just says offensive shit. Like, right. that's why right. people don't want to right. see it right. 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 And so, like, which, mm-hmm. what he really means is not that people are too politically correct. It's mm-hmm. that, like, he's a racist, sexist yeah. dick. And he's not getting and away with what he used to. Right. And mm-hmm. he's not getting away with it because the crowd in college isn't just the little boys, it isn't just mm-hmm. white men anymore, right? Mm-hmm. You've got black women largely representing by race and gender mm-hmm. the most in college. College is like 51% female, right? So you're not getting away with your rape jokes or you're like, women are dumb. That's and the, people that's, call you up on yeah, it. Oh, the, you're too politically correct. That's the entire thing about this whole thing. Like the jokes that they're like complaining that they can't make are just not, they're just they're stupid. Seth MacFarlane is not funny. At all. He's just lazy. Late, that's it. Uh, it's just I lazy. punched my wife and I raped a 10-year-old. Ha, ha, ha. It's just that's lazy what, That's how these jokes are. Yeah. Very lazy. Very, let's make fun of which group now. Like, he's got a dartboard, and he just throws a dart, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, gays and Jews. Okay, do it. There's a way to be, like, not politically correct and still be funny and right. entertaining and, and witty. Said and... really well. Like, satire... Um, doesn't work from the top down, right? It's right. not like me making fun of poor people. That's not satire. It's not funny. Right? You know, satire is talking about an issue through the lens of another issue mm-hmm. to make a point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, yeah, women sure are fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, How exactly. Now, yeah, you know, what the fuck is funny about that? Um, what's, you know, a, a satire, a good joke is not like, What's the um, best thing about 29 year olds? There's 20 of them. Like, that's not a funny yeah. joke. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Right? And it's lazy. It's lazy. Oh, that's you the point. kids. Yeah. Like, that's the joke. Right? And but then, if I, then if I extend that, because I've done it before, I'm like, oh, right, so you're raping kids. That's funny. That's the joke. Oh, you're too sensitive. But that's what you are joking about. You talk about. That's literally what you said. You talk about mediocrity all the time, and this is. Right, this and that's it. right. Like you're not funny. That's yeah. not talent. You're just mediocre. Anybody can make a joke about pushing women down the stairs. Yeah. Or uh, gays. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's not a funny joke. Yeah. What do you call a thousand black people buried up their necks in dirt? AfroTurk. Ha 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 ha. Like shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You're not going to get away with it anymore. Right? So, but if I say, what do you call a white wedding? A family reunion? That's not funny, right? <laughs> yeah. That's not. It's offensive. That's right? offensive. Yeah. Oh, no. You're not being yeah. funny. The goalposts right? are moved all the time. Right. So, if I make fun of white people fucking dogs, <laughs> then that's not funny. It's right? real life. And that's, and that's the thing, too, is you get this pushback where 
black people be like, haha, white people are mayonnaise, mayonnaise, wonder bread, Becky. And then white people are like, fucking nigger, jigaboo, bitch, cornbread, fried chicken, oh, water, dang, bro. Yeah, like it, it, it's... My parents all be nigger, oh my God. and that's what it's equivalent to them. Yeah, and right. it goes different to them. White yeah. people don't use spices. Why do I lunch you, you dumb nigger bitch? Yeah, it goes zero to like a million. Yeah. What? It's, it's not that serious. Right, it's not that deep. It's the, the culture of like the internet is crazy because people, you're essentially anonymous. A lot of people have their pictures up, but you're essentially anonymous. You're not mm-hmm. you're not seeing a lot of these people, so they feel like they can say whatever they want to you. Right. All and, the it's time. Funny, and even when you're attached to a name, what is that for a tactic less? Like, what is that? Yeah, you What's got the name on the... That you thought of. Right. You thought so, was cool. unless, like, someone's really going out of their way to, like, dox you or something. Yeah. What does that mean? What is, hey, look, it's a revolution? Mm-hmm. What is that? Right? Nothing. Mm-hmm. What is my, my YouTube comment name? Like, what is that? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. That's why I don't pay attention to a lot of shit anymore, because I'm not going to let you get me mad. You're a, right. a, a random... You could, be, you could be a ferret. Just right. on a computer for all I know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, who, who the fuck are you? I don't. Right. Know, you're not gonna get me mad saying the shit that you say. I'm not gonna argue with nobody on Twitter anymore. Right. And it's not like deliberate sort of trolling, which can be very emotional attacks. I think it's funny. Sad. It's like it's not funny. It's just. Well, so, I mean, that it is, but yeah. that comes from a directly privileged place where you can antagonize marginalized people for your so reason. Because yeah. you think it's funny. Like that's so dumb. Humor for you. So. Yeah. Um. Wow, this has been, it's been real. good. Yeah. Anything Watch else you want to say? Um, no. I gotta. We gotta do this again. We do. We gotta do this again. Become a fixture. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta do this again. First guest, best guest. I'm already best calling. Best guest. Yeah. Top that. Yeah. You can't. Exactly. Best ever. Bars. I'll drop the microphone and it looks pretty expensive. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. But yeah. I am symbolically. Yeah. Like if y'all could see me right now. John, John can confirm. Dropping the mic. I'm, drop, I'm yeah. dropping the mic. She's so. the only one that's allowed to see my real name. Yeah. That's it. Which is John. Yeah. Mine might have. Yeah. It's John. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, tell him your Twitter again and everything. Again, that's my Twitter. Afrotastic underscore Lex. A-F-R-O-T-A-S-T-I-C underscore L-E-X. Um, my Tumblr. Hey, look, it's a revolution. Catch, catch, catch her in the streets of Camden. Catch me in the street, but making white people holding white people accountable. Making them uncomfortable. Holding black men accountable. Everybody. Coming that's it. All y'all next. Thank you for listening. Tell no you can't say hi. Till uh next time.